welcome to another episode of High Tea with Guido and the Skank. <laughs> oh my god, I was gonna do a Jones riff, but you stole my thunder. <laughs> Holy shit. Will's <laughs> coming in hot. Episode I'm so tired. Episode 160. Ooh, baby. He's got his fucking gay bathing suit on. This is and he's ready to rock. <laughs> These were the hiking shorts that I bought for he, LA. Oh. And I just never wore them again. I was like, you know what? For like post gym, you're like, what are we gonna do? Wear like sweaty underwear that we wore earlier? No, we're just gonna free ball in the gym shorts. They're cool, man. They're your home look. You need a home look in the summer. It's <sighs> 86 degrees. It's 9 it's p.m. So and it's so hot. I barely made it through a mile because I was like, the air conditioning is not working. Ooh. I am dying. Yeah, PFIT. They need to reinvest <sighs> in their HVAC systems. Well, I just saw the condensation dripping from the fucking unit, and I was like, well, we're all going to die. There's a shitload of mold in there. It's not draining right. For a while, I was feeling guilty about our drippy air conditioner, but well, I surveyed the scene on the block, and it seems like a, everybody's dripping right now. Ooh, it's wow. just a lot of drip. Everybody heard, you know... Yeezy doing a, some, a line for Gap. S- yeah, some song from uh, Beyonce and just started just the moisture everywhere. Mm, mm-hmm. um, did she do a version of WAP? Is that what's going I on? I don't know. She did something and people are like, yes. I don't know. I feel like... Uh, Church Girl is apparently like real sexy and then it's just about Jesus or something. Hmm. So there's a gif of this girl like, you know, doing the fingy, fingy lick like she's going to... And then she's flipping Bible pages. Oh, she's flipping the Bible instead no, of her bean. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's quite a... What a transition. You know, you I don't f- see it coming. I feel like the conservatives are not going to be happy with that one. Eh, that's funny. You know, the libs keep provoking. You know what? Everyone's flaming the culture wars right now. <sighs> You're flaming in your shorts. They're flaming Excuse up the me. culture war. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard flaming as a <laughs> pejorative in so long. I'm telling you, man, the wow. early 2000s homophobia. It's back, I'm right? bringing it back. <sighs> I love wow. it. Okay. Did you see Lindsey Graham was like, yeah, I think the state should decide gay marriage. What? And it was like, sir, you're closeted. Are you sure about that? Let's put it to the ladybugs. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh. He trusts the people of South Carolina. Yeah, sure. As I do, as we all do. No, I trust no one. I trust <laughs> no one. South of Mason Dixon. I, I had the opportunity to watch a reality show based in Charleston, South Carolina, called Southern Charm the other night. And uh, You got to break up right now. It That's was a little triggering <laughs> for me, to be honest, because it reminded me of a wedding in Nashville I once attended. Ugh. It seemed really similar, honestly. Moneyed Southerners. Their taste is driftwood carved with w- words on it and barn doors and shiplap and nonsense. And you're like, shut the... No, but you don't hey, have taste. At the end of the day, they're still fucking crushing Natty Ice. They're crushing Natty Ice <laughs> and going like, doesn't our slave-owning home look beautiful? And you're like, whoa, cool it, Brenda. My favorite part of that show is that there's a couple token black characters that stir up drama. That's what they're there to do. I mean, just point out like hey, this is fucked up. <laughs> I don't think that's stirring drum. I mean, you know, there's been a, a trend on the hinge where people are like, I come for Nancy Meyers movies kitchens. And I'm like, shut up, you stupid whore. I have that string of words. I know it means, means nothing, nothing to, to you. Me. But ladies, listen up. Gay speaking. Um, so Nancy Meyers movies are like, you know, when Harry met, you know, like that kind of shit where it's like sure. meat cutes and uh, you've got mail, which I do love. Um, where it's like, you know, these people are like having quibbles, but they turn them into mul- mountains. Uh-huh. And it's just, they just have effortlessly like Ina Garten kitchens. And I'm like, you own a bookstore that is failing. How do you own this apartment? What kind of, what kind of comes from money bullshit is this? And people are like, it's so cute. I'm like, out of touch. You don't know shit about fuck. 
That was a real 90s thing, you know? The Friends Apartment is the classic example. Oh, yeah. Apparently, they addressed this in-universe at one point, that but Monica like that inherited co- yeah. that from a grandmother. They well, had to explain it somehow. Yeah, because at some point, someone was like, no, no. Yeah. There is. Did you know there was there is a Friends experience that is permanent? What? A, a Friends experience? Like the Star Trek experience uh-huh. at MGM Grand? Sure. That closed down. I don't know. what I See, reverse. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Those words don't make sense to me. Um... But, like, they did a thing downtown where it was, like, Central Perk. And you could go and hang out and, like, buy a coffee and, like, Instagram and, and stupid. Um, and now there's just a permanent one on, like, 23rd and Lex. And I'm like, this has nothing to do with where they ever were. They're I, just exploiting the idea that tourists have no clue where they are in New York. But they're in Midtown close enough, so they're close to Union Square, but whatever. Like, right. They can wait in a line. I was, like, I like parked up down there. I was like, how the fuck is there parking? And then I was like, who are these people waiting in line for? Oh, the friends experience mm, i hate mm-hmm. everything there's a brief moment of levity in david foster wallace's uh essay the view from mrs thompson's house about 9 11 oh boy where he's like trying to explain to these uh middle-aged women in the midwest that like their second cousin once removed that they know that works in manhattan works uh in midtown and that's nowhere near the world trade centers right but it doesn't assuage them it doesn't do you anything, know yeah. so i think it's targeted at those type of people those motherfuckers they get off you know the bus at port authority they see the homeless. They're like, this is terrifying. Oh, my Everything God. Everything Fox so News ever told yeah. me was true. Uh-huh. And then they go to Times Square and eat at the Olive Garden, which we did, and it's bad. But, you know, that's like... I would go back. Um, comfort. <laughs> oh, I'm just on. kidding. And then I they would head go back on to, to one to in Long Park. Island. Uh, that would probably be good, honestly. It would probably... They, those microwaves might be a little different. But you have proximity to real Italian food out there, and if you're going to get the trash, you might as well get in the trough with the hogs. You know what I mean? That means something different in my brain. But Speaking okay. of the hogs, we're recording live. My beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago. Oh, yeah, it's getting raided it's right now. It's been raided. Yeah. They even looked into my safe. That's what I had to run to on the TV. All the TVs were CNN really? going like, murmur, murmur. I'm like, I li- and like photos of paper in a toilet. And I'm like, anyone could have written that. I mean, I'm not like trying to be a defender, but I was like, this is stupid. And who's taking poopy photos? Poopy photos. What are we doing? So the, the the that would presume that the FBI that raided Mar-a-Lago was taking pictures and then like sent them to CNN or whatever or like, already. I think a reporter already like pumped like hmm. like sent it. I don't know. They had reason to believe that this was happening before. I have a feeling we're going to find out that those photos were unrelated <sighs> to what was happening no, tonight. I, I, the handwriting was like generic. I was like, it did, didn't have that like you know arthritic man handwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe they just wanted to go there to listen to Trump's DJ set. No one wants to do that. That's his whole thing, you know? No he takes control of that. the ox cord, and the older men in polos rejoice. <sighs> you mean the men who walk down these streets now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In their golf tech? I can't say who, but I'm a kiss away from being able to go to Mar-a-Lago, and I would really like that. No, don't go, don't do that. I it's, want a Mar-a-Lago shirt. It's an a- you can order that. I know, but I want to get it from the, the man himself. Oh, now you want to go to a store. <laughs> Mister, I drop $400 oh, and boy. have a problem with shoes I'm having, because I'm not going to stores, dumbass. I'm having lots of problems with Amazon. So first of all, my size 11s, they sent me a size 8. I don't know why, but it was rectified quickly. Uh-huh. And then today, this was my mistake. Um, I went to go on, uh, excuse me, I went to put on a pair of my new underwear and realized that I had actually uh, ordered boys' mediums. Are and you I was retarded? Like, These are really tight. Did they change their sizing? How did sizing? you even get that on? Um, well, I wore them all day, and I'm still returning them. So it didn't really dawn My on... My guy. I have to be the honest. Waistband, 
stretching out to be Calvin <laughs> didn't set you off to be like, huh? No, I was. I put them on this morning and I was like, man, these are a little tight. Maybe they changed the sizing. And then when I got to work, I was like, I can't tolerate this. This is going to be tough to wear all day. And I looked at my Amazon order and they were boys. So um, I've now returned them or will tomorrow. They're already back in the envelope. And uh, someone's going to get some small child is going to be like, Daddy, my pants don't fit. <laughs> We're going to have to, uh, well, I already did replace them with the updated Pride version, which I didn't get the Why first time. Why did they time. make Pride ones for children? They didn't for children. I d- so you just, okay. I decided not to get the Pride ones because you have to pay a premium for those. Not a- after July 1st. Well, you know, it's always Pride. If you would have gone to the Calvin Klein website, all of that shit is slashed prices. Yeah, you keep recommending this to me. You but have I, to go to the sources. Amazon is bad. First of all, I don't want to wait for shipping. I don't want three to five days. I want it tomorrow, which is what's happening now. Yeah, you get... Okay, but you don't have the actual <laughs> thing you need. You're just fucking around and going to UPS stores all over the place. Uh, well, you know, that's the price you pay this for This doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. Listen, man, I'm trying to take advantage of globalization while we still got it. Well, can it's you... It's rapidly deteriorating, and I'm going to use it while it's here. Can you right? order me some Turkish cotton uh, bath towels, then? No, you only want... You use my Amazon. You make fun of me for I it. I only use it once a year. And then you just like just everyone once else... A year. Once a year. You glom onto my subscriptions. Once a year. You know how many subscription costs I pay for this friend group? What do I get out of it? Nothing. I don't use any of them anymore. I know. So what do you want? Plus you want you... Turkish cotton... Why don't you go to a store and get those? They're very hard to find. And they're... But you can find them on Amazon, can't you? Eh, yeah. Yeah, see. Because I don't think they're going to work very well, so I want to buy a cheap version and then see if they're going to work, which is, you know, work the logic. Work what? So they're flat woven on one side and then Terry loop on the one so- other side, so they dry really fast. Oh, that's interesting. So like, you know, like second shower of the day, you want to make sure it dries really quick so you can like just be like, it's going to be dry in the morning. Mm. Instead of having two thick towels that are kind of uh, never, yeah. you know. I can see the advantage of this because second shower of the day, you're always working with a damp towel. I don't want to do you that. go out of your way to really lay it out wide. Yeah, and I got, I'm got i working on two towels. That's too many towels. Too That's many all towels. It weighs down the laundry. Mm-hmm. I'm an old Jewish man. Jesus. Uh, you really Christ. are. You made me think of too much tuna. <laughs> too many towels. <laughs> new too, mu- too much towels. <laughs> Title of app. Okay. Um,. Yeah, so that that's my because I was like, how do people who do this like exercise thing like shower at the gym and then take their towel with them? Like they must have like some kind of microfiber thing, but all of those are like the size of like you know a hand towel, and I'm like, ew, gross. I will tell you what though, those do actually work really well. I've used them on camping trips before, and it's totally satisfactory to dry your entire body with a thing the size of basically a hand towel. Yeah, but Papa wants to wrap. I need to wrap. I step out of the, the, the shower like a lady, just, you know, all the way up to tits. Mm, okay. I feel like you kind of glossed over it, but are you working your way up to showering at the gym now instead of showering here? No. Really? Yeah. Do they provide towels at the PV? They do not. This mm. is the problem. That but might be worth a gym upgrade just for that feature alone. We're going to, f- yeah, I have to think about that. Yeah. Um, The Blink does it, but I'm also like, you're not on the way. You're just not on the way. It's just not on the way. It's true. You really are turning into an elderly Jewish man. It's just not on the way, and I'm dealing with too many towels. And, like, you know, like, I kind of like the the wide, you know, socioeconomic sphere of walking into a PFIT. You literally get the whole world. Do you really like it, or are you just signaling? Okay. Entertained by it? That makes a lot more sense. Um, Yeah, because you're, like, these, like, built old men just going, and you're like, okay, this is wild to watch. Um and then just like you know, it's a whole world. Like all all the young Hasidic kids trying to like be fit for some reason. I'm that's like, interesting. I love watching like, this. That. Shit is wild. Yeah. Um, every lesbian that doesn't wipe down a fucking machine. I'm like, you know better than that. You 
scissoring whore. Um, it's all that tea, dude. They got it too, got and they lot, don't give they a got fuck. A lot, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's it's very funny. It's only annoying when like the teenagers are like falling off the treadmills and slamming into the back, the kickback, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Do they do that on purpose for fun? Do, are they, they doing like a jackass thing? I think they're not tying their shoelaces and then just eating shit. Oh yeah, well. But one one kid flew so hard, I was like, huh? <laughs> like, it's like, oh my god, was he okay? She seemed fine. Oh, it was a she. Yeah, oh, I was boy. like, you're 90 pounds and you hit that horde, <laughs> horde. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know, a blink is just like Williamsburg people. You know. True. You know what I don't like. Williamsburg people. Yeah, I don't know what's worse at this point. I don't know whether de- dealing with multiracial teenagers is worse or dealing with they're the white people They're going back to school in like Williamsburg three weeks, so they're not going to be in there. That's interesting. Yes, good you know? point. Um, so I'm kind of okay with it. I can go in the daytime and it's beautifully quiet, you know? Um, but, you know, I don't know. The people, like the... Do I want to walk into someone, like, screaming at a manager because a, you know, fucking treadmill doesn't work? No. No, of course. I just want to expect that it doesn't work and then find one that does. You know? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's a little more annoying to deal with the Karens. The ba- bad vibes. Bad vibes. What about a real serious gym upgrade? Why don't you shell out some coins? Just go to the crunch across the street. And get like street. an Equinox or something. Do I have $200 a month? Well, you know, it's for your health, man. I only get to write off $150 or get paid back $150. For the year? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we're trying to do this. On cheap. The cheap. Yeah. Okay. What about the Y? Would that, that be is an improvement? so expensive. It's pretty expensive, but it's not as expensive $90. as $90. Is it really $90? Uh-huh. You got to do one of those first of the year specials next well, year. Well, the the one with the pool is very expensive. Yeah. Plus, I have exes that go there, so I cannot go there. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. They like swimming. Well, what if you want a little, you know, what if you want a little tug after the show? Isn't that what the locker room's for? That's what everyone used to do. No, no. As we know, I am very afraid of locker rooms, so I would not be looking for tuggies. Have you even been in the locker room at the gym you go to? No. Really? You've never even set foot in there? No. You don't want to go in there and just scope out the situation? No. See what the dong I, looks like in there? Okay, no. I'm I went, just saying. I went to the one in Connecticut because I had to pee Oh. Okay. so bad. I was like, I'm going to explore Wait, you here. haven't even used the restroom at the gym that no. you attend every day? Uh-uh. That's insane, man. you got to get over this fear. This is the next fear. You've conquered your your fear of fatness. To to walk into and you've banished <laughs> it. To walk into a room where all these teenagers are shitting pre workout. Mm. Yeah, I don't need to sit or smell. You that. know what? That's not the kind of tea that you have. You have lady tea, which is just you get mad. You oh. get mad and you get catty. Yeah, but you don't want the you don't want to see the real tea that a teenage boy has because that's just you know that's just shitting before your workout. That's jacking off. Yeah, that's, that's, that's you know, so many fluids. Horsing I around with your friends in there. No, thank you. You know, maybe I don't stealing need, from people. Yeah, I don't need boy energy. That's true. Yeah, I don't. I've never been a boy. I don't. I was always a at least a twenty six year old man. Yeah, I know. I look back and I see old pictures of you that where you look boyish from like three years ago. You know, the hair. There's the <laughs> fuck you. And then now, I you know, I just feel like you came fully out of the womb, bald head, beard, high tea, gay shorts. <laughs> It's a funny Just, combo. It's more natural. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I figured out what I'm wearing to wedding. I, fig- I figured out the fit. So I'm going to take my the suit that I initially bought for it, crop it one more inch so it looks like a Tom Brown suit. And then I'm just going to go to Theory and buy a really nice, like, silky white tee. Damn it, you're stealing mine, dude. And then chain on top. So you're going no jacket. 
No jacket. No jacket. T-shirt. No, no jacket. Oh, jacket with t-shirt. I wanted to do t-shirt under suit. You can wear a black t-shirt. You have maybe. To, do you? Are you really gonna wear a burgundy suit in the middle of August? By the way. Yeah. It's gonna be hot as fuck. I mean, it is what it is. I tried on uh, my old suit is busted. It's full of stains. Uh-huh. But yeah. And it almost doesn't fit me at this point. Okay. And the new one's good, but the underarms. Is there anything that can be done about that? A gusset. What does it's that mean? Cost you. Do you want it taken in? I want the underarms taken up, yeah. Up uh, at least $75, and that's in 2013 money. So it's more. Yeah, my internet research indicated that it would probably be, be about that much bucks. per sleeve. Oh, per sleeve, no. Yeah. Uh, well, no. That, I mean, that's... $150, actually, yeah. That that's actually right, yeah. fine, but what I couldn't find online was how possible actually is this. Like, I couldn't find Very, anything yeah. specifically about... Very, they'll just add a diamond, like a Dorito. Hmm. Oh, I, no I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because that's all I really need done to it. Do you think I can get that turned around at this point? Yeah. Really? I got right. a place. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, we might, we might have to pursue that. Because I tried that suit on again, and it wasn't as bad as I remembered. But it did make me really want to do t-shirt. I'm not wearing a button-down in 90-degree heat in Philadelphia. Mm, okay, all right. Fair enough. You yeah. got the chain, too. I mean... I'm going to look like... And I almost bought, like, wire rim glasses at glasses store the other day. And I, but when I looked in the mirror, I was like, ooh, Terry Richardson jumping out. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That might not be a bad look on you. It looked gross. I did not enjoy. Mm, okay. Well, you know. I'm against them because the little things on your nose turn all green after a while. Okay, that's you. Yeah, my skin is toxic. I clean. I'm toxic. Bum, 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 bum. What? Brittany. That's not how that goes. <laughs> Why did you turn it into an Oompa Loompa song? I don't know. That's also your toxic tongue slipping under. I don't know the lyrics. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I never really got into gay. it. Yeah, I know. It's all right. Um Yeah, I uh yeah, I was like, what am I gonna do? And I was like, I have all the things. I could go classic style. Doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right. It's too hot. It's just too hot. Yeah, I agree. I, I know just, exactly what you're saying, man. So gonna have to go, you know, bite the bullet, seventy five dollar t shirt, fine. Yeah, hey, and you get to get a treat out of it. I get a treat. I feel like it's mostly about the treat. It's mostly about the treat. Because um, if, if I have to fucking drive down 90 one more goddamn time this year, I'm getting a fucking treat out of it. Um, so, I, you know, I would highly recommend. You could do black t-shirt with the burgundy, and that would be fine. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I wanted to do, like, a colored t-shirt. I was thinking, like, a light, wacky tea? like a light tan or a light pink. Is that insane? Yes. Oh, okay. Why? Is that not good? That's not classy? So when you okay, so this let's get into some etymology. When you hear the word T-shirt, do you yeah. mean a T-shirt like the one you have on now? Correct. From Amazon, probably with a rib that is visible Uniqlo, in a light maybe. pink. Yeah. What rib is visible? What are you talking about? That's the you know the collar here. Oh, this part. Yeah. Oh, you want to have no stitching? It's there. basically just a, a slightly thicker like blind stitch, so you don't see any of that, and you just see just a slight darker because they just fold it over. It's hmm. really pretty. Oh wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not looking at details like that, okay, you know. So that's I'm focused on the big picture here. I'm here to separate the men from the boys. I'm just thinking about vibes, you know, you know Miami Vice. Not with a burgundy. I know. You I know have I can't to do like really a white pull it suit off, and then a pink and then f- sure. Ooh. Why don't you get not a, pink, a bad idea? Why don't you have a pink suit? I feel like you would rock a pink suit and then you can wear whatever the fuck you want. Maybe, but the thing is, you know, I don't know. That's not very versatile. I feel like I would do that as a bit one time. But you can't get a pink suit for like under two hundred dollars. I don't think. 
there's ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I could dye a white suit or something. No. That'd be crazy though. I almost bought a short sleeve suit. Yeah, I know. We talked about yeah. this at one point, and then we were watching Ryan Serhant videos, and I think it turned you off yeah, to the probably. whole idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess we'll. I mean, that. there's worse things. Maybe you'll get the short sleeve suit, and you'll turn into a real estate mogul and pretend that you're straight. <laughs> <laughs> At least I get to live in Cobble Hill. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do you have all your things? It takes you about a month to get ready for an event such as this. I, I mean, I've had my eye on it for a while, and I, I've i been getting my ducks in a row, yeah. I was happy to learn that when I tried the suit on again that, A, I had gotten it dry cleaned after the last time I wore it, so right. it's just prepped to go. That's good. Which is great. And it wasn't, I don't know why I had such a problem with it the first time. It wasn't as ill-fitting as I remember it being. I was like, oh, actually, this is fine. Especially as guest of wedding, which I was the other time, too, but for whatever reason, I'm not feeling the pressure. Have you worn it to two weddings? No, only one. You don't wear it to the one in Ohio? The one in Ohio was the only one. What? Yeah, don't get bogged down in this. It, I bought it last summer for a wedding in October of last oh, year. Right, that right, was right, the only right, time right, I ever right. wore okay, it. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, lost my train of thought. What was I thinking? Oh, you know. But uh, anyway, yes, I have my eye on, on getting ready for the event, and I think everything's fine. I'm not really that concerned about it. I think because there's no ceremony, I d- frankly don't care as That's much. That's true. Yeah. That's no I'm shade not going into a church. To the bride and groom, but but exactly. There's, there's no uh, formal spiritual dimension. I'm just dressing up for fun. I don't have to hide the hoe for Jesus. Exactly. So I'm having a little fun with it as well. Good. That's the way I'm thinking I about think it. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have to stretch my shoes, though. Fuck, they're so tight. Whoa. Don't say that in a whispery voice like so, that. I'm just realizing it's, I'm, it's a realization, not a like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got there's mm, like vices <laughs> on my fucking my uh, my dogs. My dogs are clamped. Are your feet swelled up because of the heat? You think? No, they just I bought them in 2020. Oh, so that whole pandy made my feet a little wider because I didn't wear shoes. Oh. Really, the Hobbit came back, and they and it's like a little bit of a higher polish, Ah. so they're very tight, Mm. and they fit at the time because I was used to wearing tight-ass shoes. Well, how about this? Why don't you wear them to work or something? You got to wear them out and about for a a day or two. I can just use a to restretch. I can just use a wooden block, stretch it, and then I don't have to suffer. Mm, Well, suffer for fashion, man. You're supposed to. No, you. There are ways that you don't have to, though. I know, but you're supposed to. No, no, no. You don't have to. That's a. Don't call yourself a man. You know. Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to take umbrage with this. You don't have to suffer for fashion. You really don't. There are ways, much like the tailor, that can make everything okay so that way you don't actually have to be in any pain. This is the the thing of like, well, I don't want to look good cuz it just hurts or whatever. No, 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 bitch. There's ways. There's always ways. You know. I think it's more difficult for women. I don't think there's any denying that. But like dudes who like don't dress up or whatever, like I don't know, I don't like wearing dress shoes because they they're fucking tight and they hurt. Like bitch, we'll stretch them, get a wide. Do you know what you're actually like? You know, yeah, most don't men like don't button. know what they're doing. I don't like my pants don't fit right. Well, yeah, because you think you're a 36 and you're actually a 34. Like, lift up your gun and like fucking belt those <laughs> pants, get it together. <laughs> Shit. You should run a boot camp. For for men, I did. It was called being a stylist for many oh. many years. Mm-hmm. Your illustrious career as a stylist, and then in finance, yeah, and now whatever. I made a do. lot more money being a stylist <laughs> than I ever did in finance. Uh, let me tell you, mm-hmm. um, that paid healthy commission and weekly. Nice. You know, I took my car to the mechanic. Yeah. Whatever happened. It was really expensive. How much? But it was a great service. Oh. You were asking about the oil change. It was eighty-five dollars. 
Too much. Yeah, which too is too much. much. Even by New York standards, that's too $35 much. $35 and out. Ooh, baby. Uh, and my air conditioner recharge was 250 I was expecting something more in the neighborhood of 100 and something My friend, you that. were robbed blind. Um, no, I don't think so. Mm. I think things are just more expensive in New York. And I think that, you know, maybe because I was a first-time customer, he could get away with it. But I knew what it should have cost, and I didn't say anything. Yeah. Because I liked the guy. He was charming. And he did it fast, and he didn't rip me off. Everything works. So He didn't rip you off and charge you $80 for an oil change. How much was the check engine light? I didn't do the check engine engine light. I told him not to worry about it because it's not essential to the functioning of the vehicle, and he didn't give me a hard time about it. Let's let's rephrase that. So, or let's let's hear that one more time from the back. The check engine light is not essential to the functioning of the vehicle. It's not. I know what it is. I went and got. I went to AutoZone myself and got the code red. It's just some fucking environmental system. I don't care. Okay. I'm not hearing any funny noises. It doesn't impact the thing stopping and starting. So until it does. No, it won't. Okay. It won't. It's just making the environment worse. Which, what can you do? No, I you mean, know? it's 85 degrees at night right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm just waiting for, like, brackish water to come through all the pipes. Like, we're, like you know, Floyd, Mi- Floyd, Michigan? Flint, Michigan? Oh, Flint, Michigan. Yeah. It was just a... a <laughs> Are you conflating George Floyd and Flint, Michigan? Two of the greatest travesties Don't of all time. Don't call me a racist <laughs> on my own goddamn <laughs> podcast. Um, remember, you're the racist, not me. Hmm. Um, I think that was just a test run for, like, eh, how bad can it get before people lose their shit? And it's like, well... What, Flint? You think it was a test run? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's just a it's just a more of like a test case. Yeah. Rather than a run. I don't think anybody was like trying to do that necessarily, but yeah, they're like, "Hey, we actually don't need to fix it. We've learned that lesson." Yeah. Cuz just no one will care after a while. Mhm. You send Obama there, he drinks some Aquafina and says that it's the same water Ooh, and Oh, yeah, that's Well, you know about that Indian guy? No. Indian politician man? He drank something from a polluted holy river, and then he <laughs> got, like, sepsis. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's fine, hospital. Because, <laughs> like, th- whatever... Well, like, that's what the Brahmin class gets for mingling with the untouchables. They shouldn't do that. Though they have it set up. They figured it out. It's a millennia long. It's, it wasn't my idea. Don't look at me like that. Yeah, but it's not good. It's, it's, a, their ho- it's a holy river. Well, you say it's holy. I say, why isn't it clean? Hmm. Our, our river, the East River... Sometimes the holiest of places, or the Hudson, rather the Hudson River, the holy, the East, unholy. The East is just a repository for uh, criminals' guns after a successful a robbery. A lot of yeah, a lot of industrial waste. That's true. Remember when that dolphin was? I was just thinking animal? about the dolphin. Yeah, that's Ooh, pretty sad. That's rough. Don't like that. Ooh. Nobody liked that. Remember that time at the beginning of COVID where the you know they did the Captain America thing? They were like, we saw whales again because there's no ships. Yeah, now we got sharks. What the fuck yeah. do you people want? Now we brought the sharks because it's warm, and sharks love the heat. Hmm. I have no idea if that's why. I think the food... I think the fat, delicious Long Islanders real, that real just tasty, got back yeah. from Joe's Crab Shack <laughs> are smelling real good to the Great Whites. I would murder a Joe's Crab Shack right now. That Man, sounds delicious. A shark, a shark attack on Long Island is Great Whites versus Great Whites. <laughs> Ooh, uh, mm, mm, you got to... I'm going to have to workshop that because, <laughs> you know, if you're going to say that the Italian X people are not white, you know, I'm going to have to. Your logic's not right. No, they're not all Italian. There's a lot of Irish out there, too. Where? In Long Island. Yeah, find of me the Irish. And oh, I guess someone I know is very Irish. And, yeah. Probably some Poles, too. I don't know. Mm. Ukrainians. Russians. Long definitely Island? Russians. Uh, yeah. Depending on you the know, enclave. Yeah. They got Slavs out there. Hmm. But, you know, the Italians and the Slavs, they both don't think each other are white. And then they get in tr- conflicts about it. 
over a bucket of rolling rock. Rolling rock. <laughs> I don't think they're. Mm, I don't know. I don't think they're drinking rolling rock. Gotta say. I don't know. Probably. I don't know what they're drinking out there. I think all Americans drink the same thing. I think that's some Coors Light nonsense. Yeah, well, what really? What's the difference? Maybe they're getting fancy. Maybe it's two for one. Bud heavies. You, yeah, definitely. Yeah. With the American flag on them. Remember that? That was a good time. Was it? <laughs> I don't was know it? anymore, man. I don't. Know, I can't. I have no sense of of time, at all. I think I'm learn unlearning my nostalgia for anything. Is that true? Yeah, I'm just like, wow, things were always kind of bad, actually. You know, maybe that's just my, you know, lower middle class jumping out where I'm like, yeah, things were not good, you know? No, I agree with you. When you go back and revisit old memories and you're like, oh, yeah, there was a lot of undertones that in retrospect don't seem great. Yeah, that like, ooh, this was, mm, hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I used to have a, l- a real fun time at Tommy Lewis's house in middle school, right? But okay. we had a fun time there because his parents were poor and they didn't care. Yeah. You know? That trampoline that seemed like it was a lot of fun, and it was, was also just like full of maintenance problems and an absolute accident waiting to happen. Buy you things, alcohols. No, no. Older brother that bought us alcohols. Tommy Lewis's dad bought you, or he was just too drunk and didn't care what you did. He was the one that was drunk and would ask us who wants a whack in the dick. Okay. (laughs) After we would antique him, or throw his daughter's underwear on his face while he was sleeping, things like this. Again, I've <laughs> never been a teenage boy. I've never been a boy. I've only ever been 26. This is very <laughs> weird to me. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, uh, well, I was going to follow up the Italian X story of, you know, obviously it's not, it's it's officially a, a, a genre of ethnicity if it's on the monkeypox uptake form. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, explain what you mean for the listeners clearly. So, if you survive the the Hunger Games of logging in to the uh, Monkeypox site at at the drop at six p.m., you have to go through a lot of things, and sometimes you're using several devices to get this done. You got a phone going, you got a laptop. You're like, who's winning? Who's winning? You know what? Safari, you didn't win. So sorry. My bootleg Wi-Fi in a mall won over that Verizon service. Wow. So I don't know what that's about. Um, oh, so you're trying multiple portals at once. Yeah. Cause it kept, uh, yeah, phone, refresh, phone refresh. kept crashing. Uh-huh. Like this has been a thing throughout the whole process of like, people are like, wh- how, how you do it. You know what it is? I bet on some level it has to do with most people trying to do it on their phones. Mm-hmm. No one's on a fucking So that laptop, single yeah. like line, whatever that is, that the Verizon servers or it's whatever just, are getting whoop. overloaded. So if you go on some mall Wi-Fi that nobody's on, except for uh, Better Call Saul over at Cinnabon and Will Laughlin in his gay shorts at unnamed establishment. I was wearing pants, thank you. <laughs> wear pants in my in my. In then my you can shop. Then you can crack through. Nobody's on that server. Absolutely not. It's the, just me. the only person on that server is the Indian guy selling jewelry and looking at pornography in the center stand. She is a Spaniard, but okay. Close enough. <laughs> um, Listen, if Italians are getting a racial designation now, the Spaniards are next. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, yeah, so you have to go through all... The, anyway, you have to go through all that. You have to choose your site, and all the sites were buck wild. Like, the only one that was close was, like, Flatbush, and I was like, okay, that seems nice. And then it was like, you want to go to Long Island City? Because that's the only one. I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm going there, because I'm not driving out to fucking the ass end of the Bronx. No, thank you. Right. 
Because I don't want to be that white guy driving up and double parking and being like, hi. Oh, why not? You can go to the Target, get another iPad at 7 in the morning. I still have they a $10 were... gift card left over from that if you ever want to use it. Yeah, buy some paper towel, you bitch. Okay. Thank you. Jesus. There's things that we can use. Consumables. Well, I don't, I don't, you, as you know, I don't go to stores. Yeah, I can pick it up. You just have to set it. Unless there's a novel piece of technology involved. You can get some goodies. Unless I can get a treat. I'm not going to the store. It's insane. <laughs> um, the store is where the treats live. <laughs> no, the treats live on the internet where everything else good lives. Like watching a video of a vape store in Las Vegas getting robbed and then the guy stabbing the robber seven times and almost killing him. We'll circle back to that. I'm going to finish this story. <laughs> um, Sorry. So you go through you go through the whole process, you find your thing, and then you know they ask you, like, so how do you identify? And you're like, well, you know, to get this, I, I obviously have to be like, fag. And then you go, you know, what what is your gender? And there's too many of them. And you go, boy. Um, and they and then they're like, what's your ethnicity? And you're like, what? And there's a whole lot of things. And the 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 giggle that I got was Italian was on there. And I went, no, 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 no. no wow, no, I've no. never seen that. If only I could have gotten a scholarship to college. Based on my Mediterranean American status. Yeah, no, you you could get a shot. Never. Front in the line. Um, but, you know, I still could just roll in and be like, hi. I'm surprised they had that many ethnicities, you know, because usually what is it? Usually it's like Hispanic or Latino, black, Asian, Pacific Islander, maybe Native American, but not always, and then white slash Caucasian. And then there might be like an other It was like six. Category like, or no, it was more than six. It was 12. And I was like, I don't know what it's a lot. You think that's a New York specific thing? Yeah. That's got to be because yeah. there's no reason they would break it down like that otherwise. They had, like Haitian and like. And it also confuses me yeah. too because like, why do you need to know that in the case of like an existing basically smallpox vaccine? It's not like they need to know so they can see what communities are being actually getting it versus oh, you know that also accounts for the level of detail in their ethnographic survey <laughs> there. Yeah, are they also measuring skull shape in line? I don't know. There, were, there was like. Are they making sure that your IQ is over 90? And if not, they just throw you in the pot and boil you? What? <laughs> That's the Rick Caruso solution to homelessness. Oh, boy. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> now at Americana, people boiling. Mm -hmm. But yeah, how's it going? You got the monkeypox jab. Yes. You, you know, I just had to lie. And they're like, you've been a hoe? And I'm like, yeah. By the way, what did you put down for your ethnicity? White. Welsh. No, th they didn't they break just it had down. White. They yeah. just had white. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't say like people from the British Isles, mountain people, people of yeah. pedophilia. Excuse me. Well, it's rife over there, man. It's nothing I can do about it. It's just a fact. <sighs> That's the Britons, my people. We we drink. We oh, don't. we can't talk bad about the British anymore. I forgot. Why? Oh yeah. Oh. Because of our kind worldwide audience. Oh yeah. Coming to you live from the front lines of I the would information. I, I didn't follow up, but I should be like, hey, do you mind if we record a podcast in there? That'd be pretty funny. I, I, you know, I feel bad imposing on her place of work. I feel like we shouldn't talk about this too much either, because who knows what? Yeah, how it, public it just kind this of person fall, wants to be. Also, fell off, and there was no response. Yeah, that, that yeah. Fell. By the way, who you know who you are? Respond to us, goddammit. Hi, cat. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. All right. But yeah, we can't talk bad about the British anymore. They like us over there, apparently. At least one. At least one. Yeah. Tell your friends what's going on. Are they too afraid? Are they too cowardly to take us on again? 1776 will commence again. So what I'm going to if you don't give us free stuff, what I'm going to need you to do <laughs> is um, leave all the Alex Jones T-shirts at home for 
I wonder how those would go over in Europe. It's a very American thing. Literally I literally don't want to find out because in England, someone's just going to stab you. I mean, I'm bringing the frog one. That's uh, fine. That one's fine. That one's incognito mode. Right. I think I'm done with the other one except for home use because I don't like fielding the commentary. You don't like... what? I mean, you just have to wear a shacket over it and then you can kind of... That's true. Can I wear it to the wedding under a suit? No, you fucking moron. I'm not kidding. I tried uh, my suit on with that shirt on underneath it. It looked pretty good. But yeah, I think that would be a little bit upsetting. <sighs> yeah. I don't think I should do that. Why? Are, the whole point is to not draw attention to yourself. That's correct. I know. I've been guilty of drawing attention by being blackout Billy. You know, no one wants to be like a story at a wedding. Mm. You want to just be a, a quiet guest. Who no, that's true. That's true. You don't want to yeah. be the story. That's yeah. right. No, never want to be the story. Everyone's got to be the story at some point. I don't think you're living unless you're the story at least once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got to you got to like go through the like oops I was an oopsies. Yeah, but at a wedding that's a pretty big L. That's not, not the great. time. No, not great. Regardless, I do agree with you though. You got to take those sometimes and just they're learning lessons. Yeah. Oops. I stole the thunder. You need to let it's the bride very, dance on the stripper pole. That's more of the show that, that people sounds are looking right. yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it was a big week for Jones. Oh yeah, he's. Did you see that? I mean, a lot it, of people for a lot of money. I, I couldn't, I couldn't help but want to talk about it as I always do. But oh, I mean, hmm. the trial did not go so well. Shocker. Yeah. Shocker. Shocker. Did. Kangaroo court show trial. No. Yes. No. Absolutely. Bad lawyers. His lawyer was really bad. Maybe I think his malpractice. Lawyer, I think his lawyer just didn't like him, quite frankly. Well, I think his lawyer might be working with the opposition. Who knows? This, there's a non-zero chance of that. You have to admit. I don't know about all that. I think that that's bumbling in the worst way. Yeah, it was pretty stupid. I also, I watched that documentary though, the new Alex's War, the one that he went on Red Scare about. These words mean nothing to me. I understand, but the uh, no, a new documentary just came out about him. That's actually pretty good. A little long. Guess who's never going to watch it? I know. Uh, well, guy. what uh, the, what I will say about it is that I thought it was an okay documentary. It's interesting to see his background. And they do a good neutral job of framing him. His background is a green screen. It's neither uh, pro nor anti, which is a good thing, I think. It's just unfortunate that he's such a toxic presence that anybody that doesn't like him will never watch it anyway. But uh, they do a good job. And the best stuff about it is all of his time in Austin in the 90s and early 2000s. He called 9-11. He was keeping Austin weird the whole time. For sure, yeah. You know, he was like in Richard Linklater movies and stuff. He was in a Scanner Darkly, or maybe it was not that one. Another one of those other like animated Linklater movies. Um, he's been in a couple. Yeah, he was like a you know he wasn't n- not as inflammatory until Trump was elected. People didn't really pay that much attention to him. He was always well known, but it was like you know he's just a kook who cares. Wasn't he gay frogging before Trumpy? Cause yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. Remember when he was in Cleveland on that weird tugboat? When he was in Cleveland, that was the Republican National Convention. That Whatever. was that was Trump era. That was yeah. in the lead up to all this. But they started to take him down around that point. Before that, yeah, sure, he was a kook and no one cared because it was just like whatever. He d- he didn't have any political influence. Right. The whole thing that's happening now is just because he has the ear of a sitting president that other oh, people yeah. happen not to like. Mm. Now now they got to take him down. Mm. But um, yeah, there's some really good stuff in there from the 90s and 2000s, and there's good behind the scenes interviews with him that humanize him a lot. You know, because I watched it with a person that does not care for him, um, but was not won over in the sense of the content that he spews. But uh, with him as a person, like, hey, you know, not so bad. It's fine. He's also re- very funny. 
And there's no denying that. He has a lot of charisma. That's just called being a media personality. Yeah, of course. But he's got star power, you know? You see other people in the documentary that are, like, trying to do what he does, and they just don't have it. They just don't have the juice. There really is an X factor with any kind of celebrity that can't really be replicated, you know? There's a, mm. It's interesting to see him covered from that angle with a more neutral eye than, like, he's bad, he's bad, he's bad. Well, you know? I think, like, at the end of the day, what what you're dealing with is, you know, improv is everywhere at this point unfortunately r.i.p ucb you've done great things you've done terrible things to the world basically um because once the idea of yes and is out in the general public there's a lot of power in yes and so there you know on like a business level there's syncophantic yes anding of like well we don't say any bad things so we just kind of rephrase it but it's all always a yes but it's a eh, we'll get to it eventually never but so it's just coded craziness in the case of alex jones it's like let me just build because you know if you if you keep building there's going to be a cathartic woo at some point yeah you know and that's intoxicating for listeners or viewers like that's just the thing that like rush limbaugh could never do because that was just like it's like edm like there was never a drop no rush limbaugh did the same did the same thing i mean i think he was just frankly like less appealing like alex jones is he was charmless alex jones is fun and and to a certain audience, I think Rush Limbaugh was like enrapturing in this same like sort of Southern preacher, Father Charles Coughlin, uh, Coughlin sense, but he was always more serious in tone. He didn't he didn't understand the media aspect because he was a true believer in his own way. That's right, which is unfunny. Right. Well, and zealots are not funny. Jones happens to be a zealot too, and he is a true believer. I mean, like there there's no denying like I, I, that's part. Part of his broad appeal is that people take him seriously because he's not really he's he likes to have fun, but he's not he um, disingenuous. Nothing. No, no, he he believes in what he says. He's they're nihilist, Donnie. No, no, I don't I don't agree with that criticism at all. Well, I mean, people use that as a way to write off any kind of like right wing thinking. Or in Jones's case, I mean, I don't even know. Like he's, you know, he was anti George W. Bush. He's been against every party all the time. So it's kind of even hard to peg him politically necessarily. He's it definitely would be hard to peg him. That's a lot of cheek. Oof, boy, that would be a mess. <laughs> he eats a lot of meat. Um, but my point is no. Like I, in general, it's a lazy criticism to me to just say that people are nihilists when you disagree with them. It's like no, that's not true. They believe they believe what they're saying and doing. You know, like Roe v. Wade is case in point here. Like people never believed it was going to happen, but it's like no, the people behind this like actually have believed in this and spent fifty years trying to do it. Right? Like you can't just dismiss it as like they're just exaggerating or they just they don't believe what they say. They do believe what they say. Jones definitely does. Yeah, but he likes to have fun. I think he believes that what he says will cause a conversation. And he's he, not wrong. He's definitely a provocateur and a performer. There's that's, no that's denying different. that. That's not a zealot. No, but he's a zealot on top of that, too. Mm-hmm. He's got everything. Yeah. Again, that's why he's so appealing and why he has so much influence. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and the whole business right now with the trial of, like, trying to, um, frankly, just get him out of the picture. There's no denying that that's what this trial is. Like, even even if you believe that he should pay restitution to the Sandy Hook families, like... It's politically motivated. It's not organic. Like, he said that stuff in 2012 when that happened, but none of these lawsuits were brought until five years later. Like, there's an argument to be made that the statute of limitations should have dismissed this immediately. Eh, it's not, eh, no, within seven years. It's fine. Well, yeah, but they. But it's clear that this was coordinated around the time he became influential in politics. 
Prior to that, he wasn't, so no one cared. Otherwise, it would have happened in 2012. I don't have any right? tinfoil to like build you a hat. So well, no, I mean, I, I just, I don't think there's any denying what I'm saying. I think it's a, that's the fact of the matter. Mm. You know, setting aside whether he did anything right or wrong, it's very, very clear that it's a hit because he has a lot of influence. And I don't think he would have a lot of influence if he didn't have this combination of zealotry, performativity, and, like, celebrity charm. <sighs> I mean, you know, that's that's how Gawker went down. I, I always circle back, but that's how it went down. Just a, a civil suit mm-hmm. to just go, well, this Englishman with too much money is has run amok letting these, you know, media darlings go ape shit all over the place. Well, and we argued on that one episode a, a yeah. little while back that, like, you know, if you look at it from Peter Thiel's perspective, that's completely justified. Like, what the, in his eyes, I'm not saying this for myself, what they were doing was such an, had such a negative impact on society and on him personally that it was worth, like, doing a hit job to take him down. I'm saying the same thing is happening to Alex Jones, but it's coordinated by, like, government actors, which is even worse. Like, a private entity deciding to take down another private entity is bad in and of itself, but it doesn't really set the precedent. Who's paying for those parents' lawyers? The government? No. No, but it's very obvious that, like, Democrats probably riled them up into doing it. Who's paying for the lawyers? Well, they're getting a fee. They're getting paid off of these... Forty-five million dollars, and so and I'm you know, okay. and I don't I don't know directly, but I'm sure they have a ton of funding from shadowy sources or from GoFundMe's or whatever. They're also in Connecticut; they have their own money. It doesn't really matter. I mean, they they might not necessarily have their own money, and they certainly don't have the money to prosecute this thing across different states at this great of a length against somebody who's a multimillionaire. Like, if they're paying for it themselves, I'd be shocked. And if they weren't goaded into doing it uh, by operatives on some level, I'd be very surprised too. <sighs> who knows well i mean the maybe nancy pelosi put him up to it before she went to taiwan who knows i mean the point being is that i i it's it's getting a lot of coverage but only in a positive sense because people are having a real like cathartic moment in the same sense that like people cheered when biden got elected and trump didn't you know it's the libs are having a little moment for the, to themselves right now are they i don't think anyone cares about this uh, so i think so, i think online at least people do which, you know, people in real life, no, they don't no. really care. But that's true of almost everything. I mean, in our ecosystem, there's just another downtown Dime Square hit piece about some man who got ridiculed or something. And I'm like, I am so tired and I do not care. I tried to read that. I read the first paragraph and went, I'm done. And then I saw how long it was. Yeah, no, no, and no. I, and I read a paragraph or two and I was like, wow, this is just like high school level complaining about getting bullied or whatever. But like you're like, also like a bull- like I don't re- get what this is, and I don't care. I just don't care. I think we're over the idea of like this is cool to talk about this shit. Like I don't know who thought it was an idea because we already knew this was insane. Um, but like the exhaustion, it's just like this is not a scene. No one actually does anything, so who fucking cares? Well, and the people that do don't care about the people that are complaining about it. Right. The people, the, the the whole like dust up about that guy Crumpler, who's that's a hilarious name. That the whole dust up about that guy's Substack in general, and that his and and his like man's name is Crumpler style and eye on that whole scene is just that he's he's infiltrating that scene to try and take it down. But really, what he wants is just to be a part of it. Yeah. And everyone involved in it knows that, so they bully him because they're like, "You're a loser. If you want to hang out with us, just be cool. Stop being an asshole." Right. I mean, but it's why are we even talking about this? To me, is like I don't care what they're doing. I don't give a shit. 
It just doesn't matter. Why are you trying to talented Mr. Ripley shit? Yeah. You know, like caravans in Venice? Sure. I would fully get a wig and take over some man's life and launch him over a boat in the Mediterranean. If I got to live like in Capri, excuse me, it's happening. I'm, I'm, someone's going down. Yeah. It's fine. I get to live that life. I would not be able to pass as anyone else. But now people's idea of doing that is becoming a media personality on Substack for like 600 people. Seconds. And yeah, and writing hit pieces about Dasha Nekrasova or whatever. It's like, who cares? It really doesn't matter. But I don't know. That, that's just how things work. Like on today's Red Scare episode, they were talking about this article and they were kind of comparing the Dime Square scene to like Andy Warhol's factory. Oh, everyone wants it to be that. Correct. But, but it's w- the like short bus version. This It is. But the salient point that they were making, which I think is true, is that um, when everybody looks at the factory, they like have all this romance around it because they these people were captured on 16 millimeter and they look cool. Yeah. And you think of Edie Sedgwick, it's like, oh, she's a sort of like mysterious beauty. And all these people. She are, was fucking nuts. All these people around Andy were like so cool and bohemian. But no, it's they like, weren't. They were psychopaths. They were psychos and they were morally bankrupt. And so is the whole like Dime Square phenomenon. So sitting around and like trying to go to their parties and then saying they're all fascists is like, so what? Usually, at least, at least they're not on heroin. They probably are. Usually, like D-list successful people that have created their own scene in New York around the arts are pretty degenerate. That's actually normal. That's just how it should be. So what? Or, if you're trying to be virtuous in that environment, you're not going to fit into it. Get out of here. Or just fully uninterested in like doing that. You know, think think of everyone that we know of stature. You know, like, you know, like. I, I just think of like uh, Paul and his partner, like they they basically ran Butt magazine, but they don't go around being like, "Hi, my name is this. I did this." They're just like, "I'm just chill. I don't really care about anything, like being seen or whatever." Yeah, but there's an but there's another degree of success that sort of requires doing what they reject doing. And that success is because you want to be famous or infamous. It has less to do with money, although it does have to do with that. I mean, there is a level where you have to step up and, like, become a personality. I mean, this is what Jamie and Villani is. Like, you know, like, she organically figured that out because in some ways her entire, like, way of being is inseparable from a persona. So it's, you know, it's segued into that pretty easily. But I also think she's pretty self-aware. She's also good at it, That, like, her activities and her provocations make her attractive um, for hangers-on. She knows she's a good, you know, there's there's something to be said when you know you're a good-time gal. Mm -hmm. And that's a genderless term, you know? Um, And when to make the most of it. Right. Um, You know, and I don't think that's, you know... If you know that you are incapable of providing like a a PR approved message, you just go, I'm going to lean into the fuckery, you know, and then you you just again, you yes and it and just go, yeah, I'm building whatever. I'm not going to like be a a shy mouse about it because art world is, you know, tight ass. Right. Of course. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like the problem is that it's tight ass. So like and and fuck that. That sucks. Like part of the reason I go in so much on Jones and stuff or Curtis Yarvin or whatever, all this all this thinking that's like problematic for people is that like I followed it for a long time and I happen to genuinely relate to a lot of it, but also because it's fucking more fun. It's way more fun than 
whatever is going on on hyper allergic. Fuck, yeah, yes. no one cares. Um, I tried to look at that website the other day and just the titles why? of articles because I was like, I don't know. I feel like reading something about art and I haven't read anything about contemporary art in a while. What can I find for free? You went there? I just, you know, I just wanted to huh. check in on it. Like John Yao used to write for them. There was stuff on it that yeah. I used to like. You know, right? That just doesn't exist anymore. I think no thing on there is more than eight hundred words because they write it for babies. Because only baby, it's Dick Blick. It's the the art magazine for babies, and the art store for babies. Well, it's also just covered and clouded in like art speak and woke language that, on the face of it, makes no sense. I don't know who it's supposed to appeal to, other than people that are already like cultally indoctrinated into believing that like their worldview needs to be constantly reinforced. You it's know? for the people who wear a KN95s like walking down the street. Exa- that's exactly who it's for. In yeah. the air. That's exactly right. Um, I don't know. And that's fucking annoying. And like making art from that perspective is annoying of any kind. Well, it's banal. Like you're yeah. never going to be like interesting. Like I'm so sorry. I don't think they care about in- being interesting. They care about being virtuous, which is never a path to greatness or, you know, yeah, no, I'm going to stop there. I think that's that's my hard line. Like, if you're chasing virtue, you're not going to be great. Yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry. Like, there are people who try, and then they, the market just eats them up, and they're like, well, I guess I'm a millionaire now. This is cool. Which, great. I mean, if you can secure the bag off whatever shtick you've got, I mean, I wouldn't turn my back on the regime if it, if they were feeding me the money that everyone desires. And you, you know? just have to be like, I'm doing virtue, virtuous arts. And you're like, what? But like, what's more? What? What's more? You inter- underpay your assistants. What are you talking about? It, well, like, exactly. Whatever. What's more interesting is that people, uh, artists that can kind of make that into a fun game. Like we watched that Jeff Koons, Julian Schnabel thing last week or whatever, and it's like hilarious to watch those two guys because they have so much power in this world that they do the virtue signaling that they have to do. You know, they don't do anything de- deliberately provocative in a political sense. No, they don't say anything that is. Um, outwardly right wing they don't say anything that's homophobic they don't say anything that's racist like they don't have to because it's all they don't do (laughs) it's all they don't do any transgressing at all but their presence and their power is a kind of performance julian schnabel's like self-conscious trashy stylization and jeff coons's stylization as like a businessman transforms them both into these kind of transgressive objects in 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 this community right because them being successful is evidence enough that this is all a show and yeah. that it's all bankrupt. Yeah. And even Jeff Koons goes as far as to be like media trained. Julian Schnabel's a film director. He's not unaware of like acting and right. having a presence on screen. Like they do that on purpose and it's kind of fun and cool to watch them navigate these waters. Whereas like you go and watch an interview with any old other successful artist, Julie Moretu or something, Ugh. it's just boring you to so death. Dreadful. Because she's so serious about, oh my God, my huge painting for Goldman Sachs is like so important. And uh, it's about the direction of capital flows and how that's colonialist. And you're like, bitch, it's at Goldman Sachs. And they, how much did they pay you for it? A million dollars in 2007. More than that. Oops. More than that. You know? like No fucking way. Yeah. How are you supposed to fucking take that seriously when she's not even doing it, yeah. doing that or having fun with it? You know? Yeah. There's no, have a goof. Have a goof. The goofy artists are better. Like, more and more, I was looking at it in the car on the way to the beach a couple weeks ago. Like, I get really interested sometimes in, like, Dash Snow and Dan Cole. And, like, every once in a while, I go back to that era of art. And I'm like, this, like, hyper bourgeois decadence is cool. 
I'm like, I'm sorry, it just is. You don't have to think their art is good, oh, but like, at least they embodied a, ho- a whole ethos of like postmodern decay. They, you know, they built the Lower East Side exactly in, in the way that we know it now. That is now just being decimated again. And know? like, Vice has been totally co-opted and bastardized. But back in the day when like the, that scene was coming up, Vice was actually like kind of edgy and would cover mm-hmm. them. That when I was an undergrad, that was like my only access to the New York art scene was YouTube videos from Vice about them. Yeah, and it was like, okay, that's what people do there. And you're one pull away from Proud Boy. Well, yeah, because. <laughs> Because you know why? I mean, this is like pulling back the curtain a lot, but it's like because that's actually radical. And <sighs> in the art world and in and in our kind of social circles, yes. Like the, the only kind of interesting thinking right now that I have access to because I'm kind of dumb and superficial is like the, the provocative things that people don't like. I cannot believe there aren't more artists that are a little bit more upfront about just toying around with ideas that other people think are bad. Like, I'm late to the game. I'm doing it when it's safe to do this. You know what I mean? Like, go back and listen to an old episode of ours from three years ago. It's not quite as heavy. There's a little bit of it. But it's heavy. like, it's funny to say things like 1488 on the It's funny to do things like Is that. It? Yeah. <sighs> and, even if the, and even if the jokes don't land or whatever, my point is just that I, as a person, am tired of, like, the threat of being called bad, like, looming over your head. If you're an artist, you should... Be a little bad. B-A-Y-D, you know? But, like... Mm, if yeah. you're just nice and safe, no no art from any period of time that towed the party line is memorable. None of it. It's very boring. I mean, it's like... I'm trying to think of, like... It's like... So, you know when you get the off chance and you see some weird shit from, that's around, like, 2005 art, like, Gilded Grayskull era... Yeah. You're like, what the fuck was this? Like an Adam Sivanovic or like everyone who showed at Leo Koenig. Right, ever. right. Um, it's just like, I mean, I love a croissant, you know? It's got layers, but what are we in for? Butter. I'm here for the butter. It's a lot of butter. It's butter work. It's Mr. and Mrs. Butterwork. You know, it's just giving you like a little taste, but like at the end of the day, you're like, I'm still fucking hungry because this was nothing. Sure, and I mean, in terms of art, what you're talking about are more like flash-in-the-pan kind of trends. You're talking about trendiness, um, which is an aspect of this, but, like, I think coming off the conversation, basically, about, like, media personalities and scenes, I'm less interested in even, like, the style of the art and more just interested in, like, the embodied ethos of the art. The the stuff that you're talking about doesn't have much of an ethos, which which is, I guess, why you're bringing it up, right? That, like... It's kind of a nice flavor. You can steal a device here and there, but there's really nothing to latch on to. It doesn't yeah. even really tell you much about its time. Like, no. if you look at a painting from 2005, that Leo Koenig, like, Ooh, you're just like, whoa, the 80s are back, I guess? Like, that's kind of what comes to my mind. I'm yeah, like, there's a lot of, of day-glow paint. There's a lot, a lot of, like, of neo-expressionism so and, like, shapes. slick neo-geo. You're like, oh, okay, you were trying to be Elena Sonnabend for the 21st century Oops. and just failed miserably, you know? Well, you didn't have to really worry about it because he was just... Rich fail son, so it doesn't really it matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Nothing's at stake for any yeah. of these people, and that's kind of the point. That's why you shouldn't kowtow to their sensibility at any time. Like, the people that are trying to get you to conform to this or that, they're just at poolside in the Hamptons all the time. Right. Like, so what? Who cares? They can't hurt you, really. You have nothing left to lose. You know? Oh, they think you're, you know, rough around the edges? Then why are you so 
crisp around the edges. They and if you're rough enough around the edges, then they really start to like you because you have a sense of like gravitas and coolness that they can never have. And well, they will try to co-opt novelty, you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jamie, in one of her interviews about O'Flaherty's, was really upfront about this. Like, I always appreciate her honesty. She was like, you know... Um, when I started making art, nobody cared. And then when I became successful, I just got taken over by the market. So I wanted to do another project that just had nothing to do with money. And it made her she cooler. She can piss it, yeah. Yeah. And it worked. You know? I mean, get shut by the cops, shut down by the cops after 20 minutes. Great opening. All press is good press, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, Same goes to for Jones to tie it back to that. Like, yeah, he owes all these people all a lot of money. But, like, you think this trial didn't get him more listeners than CNN? He, yeah, it did. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? 100% it did. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine selling his supplements and T-shirts to me. That's unfortunate in so many <laughs> ways. Um, yeah, I don't And know. it's like, you know, I, I feel self-conscious about it because I'm like, I'm not bold enough to or smart enough to like figure out how to make this into an empire. But the people that can do that like organically, I really respect they do a good job, and I don't like to see. I don't well, like that, to see that them empire down. did go uh, bankrupt, so I don't know about that. Um, you know, mm, well, or did it? I don't know. Uh, you know, probably but I'm not even necessarily. I'm not even necessarily talking about him. Oh, I'm just talking about anybody. Like mm-hmm. I- in her smaller way, Jamie has done the same thing. I mean, she's an indelible presence. She she's going to tell you, uh, tracing her career, uh, whenever it eventually ends, will tell you a lot more about what these last couple of like decades have been like than worrying about like who's somebody safe like you go look at like oh is glenn ligon's late work gonna really give you any insight oh, no. into the 21st century no once you got that Nothing. once you got that sweet sweet neon budge we're done yeah you got a lot of polish for uh tax sheltering y- you have very little substance there anybody that tells you otherwise Are is you an idiot. telling me he was the guy who made his partner like stay behind because he had COVID or was exposed. Yeah, he went on like a he went on like a worldwide press tour and partied it up. But he made his uh, partner stay like sequestered in Italy or wherever he lives for the entire like two years. <laughs> Damn, he's a fucking piece of shit. You know, it pays to be rich. I don't know. If yeah. someone sequestered me in a villa, I'd be like, "Well, listen, I have no idea thanks, how man. that partner feels. Maybe he I'd feels be like, that great. Way. I do not want to go. Yeah, it's not a big deal." Oh. Anyway, yeah, we can stop, but uh, oh, yeah, what, what are we at? I want to, I want to tease this. Can I ask you a favor? Homework for the podcast. Ugh. Will you please watch the rehearsal? Oh, Nathan Fielder's new show. I've seen too many hot takes. I feel like I'm tainted. You should just watch the show because I, I read uh, spoilers about the first two episodes uh-huh. before I ever watched. Apparently, them. it takes a turn episode three. That's just wild. It didn't affect my enjoyment of it at all, and it is. I cannot wait to see what this culminates in. It, it's, I'm mentioning it because we've been kind of talking about art. Mm-hmm. Genuinely one of the best pieces of art I've ever seen. And I, and I hope it wraps up interestingly and well. But I think you should watch it so we can do an episode now and then maybe an episode when it's over. I mean, before Discovery Plus takes over HBO Max. <sighs> Is that happening? Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, maybe we'll get Planet Earth on HBO Max. That so, would be great. Well, you're not going to know you're going to have your Southern Charm on HBO Max is what's going to happen. All I have to tell you, I didn't hate watching that show. I have to be honest. All the home reno is going to take over like all the fun stuff. I watched an episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills as well. Did you know anything that was going on? No, I pretty much got it. Yeah, you don't really Th- There's an actor from Mad Men on that show. Did you know that? Excuse me. One of the housewives' husband is Harry Hamlin, who plays Cutler yeah, Lisa, of CGC. Yeah, yeah. Lisa, Lisa Renna. Renna. Yeah. 
Yeah. Who, by the way, for 59 doesn't look that bad. I mean, her parts are only about 12 years old. That's true. (laughs) She just got changed over like a transformer. Yeah. Yeah, she is not actually famous. She just goes, my husband, Harry Hamlin. Mm -hmm, My mm -hmm. husband, you know, Harry Hamlin. Who is very obviously closeted gay. I have to say that. The moment he came on screen and interacted (sighs) with these women, they asked him um, on a scale of one to five what Lisa's blowjobs were like, and he demurred, and I was like, well... That's because you've gotten a series of tens from men. Have you seen her teeth though? She's got a lot. She's got those veneers just scraping. Mm, the lips though. Restylane, Can't imagine that those Restylane, are comfortable though. Restylane doesn't, you know, do mm. you know, too hard. It's like a flashlight with teeth. They sell those. <laughs> anyway, uh, th- that was the price that I had to pay. When you subject Bay to Alex Jones for two hours and eleven minutes, you get two hours and eleven minutes of Bay content, which. You know, hey, that's a fair trade in my mind. Fair trade certified or like questionably organic. I don't know. <laughs> unknown on the unknown on the scale of green greenwashery. Anyway, watch the rehearsal. Please watch it. Okay. Are we getting paid by HBO Max? No, I'm just telling you it's really good. Okay. Then let's stop advertising. I'll maybe watch it if I feel like it. Mm, you're such a bummer. It's in my nature. 